Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Yeah, we are tackling something that has been a personal challenge for me for most of my life. And, you know, thanks to my very special guest today, Dudley and Dean, uh, what we are talking about, Dudley and Dean Everson, if you want to know, but most importantly, soundings.com, soundings.com. That's what's super important to be thinking about. So here's what I want to say to everybody. This is a term, when I first heard this term, I thought to myself, wow, now that's kind of interesting, monkey mind. And I thought, okay, why don't I know what that means? Well, because my spiritual journey did not really, really start until later in life. But thanks to Dudley and Dean Everson, quieting the monkey mind is our topic for today. But it's also a book. And the book takes you through, as I've seen, the book takes you through a series of conversations about what this is, why it's important to do something about it, how to recognize it, and how your life will change forever. For those of you, if you don't know or you haven't heard or did not hear the last show, I am talking with two people that I consider visionaries that I consider folks that years ago started on a journey to absolutely disseminate peace throughout the world through music. Today, their music is not just revered, but it is amazingly beautiful. And in the messaging of their music and the intention of it is to bring a new level of awareness, not just to ourselves, but to Mother Earth to understand the power that resides in peace. And I, I've come to terms with the word power, and I'm going to say more about that later. Because later on today, you're going to find that I'm going to be doing a brand new show unlike any show I've ever done before. And the reason I'm doing it is because I've been so inspired by people such as Dudley and Dean. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. We're great. We're happy to be here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, world. Yes, good morning, world. Look, Quieting the Monkey Mind is the book, right? But let's talk about what the monkey mind is. Let's talk about, and I don't think you both, I don't think you all are surprised when I made this statement, you know, like I didn't know what monkey mind meant. Because in my own personal journey, that really wasn't something that I was aware of. Of course, I wasn't really awake most of my life, a life. But tell us about Monkey Mind because it has become now the basis for the book, but also the way you live your life. Dudley, do you want to go first on that? 
Well, it's interesting because I've always used that term uh, that we have we have monkeys in our mind. It's kind of like the busyness of the self-talk. Do this, don't do that. You're not good enough. Uh, oops, I have you know all the extra thought thinking. So as we learn to meditate, so this the book is quieting the monkey mind. How to meditate with music. So we're bringing in a whole bunch of different aspects of you know tools that people can use. But really, everyone has a bit of a monkey mind. Uh, so we're just you know have a lot going on, right, Dean? It's our it's our shall we say natural state to be in the monkey mind. What our what we're doing is transposing us up to a level that lets the monkey mind be busy on its own and us focus on meditation and clarity and love and brilliance. And also, um, we didn't even realize this, but um, the Buddha actually spoke about monkeys in the mind. And so it's, you know, so many years ago, that was... <clears throat> you know, an aspect of awareness that they even had then, you know, that, that this is the nature, as Dean says, the nature of the mind is to be busy, is to be thinking, is to have all this going on. But when we want to go into a state of meditation, we need to be able to calm that monkey mind. So that's what the book's all about. You know, and part yeah. of this too, and we're going to talk about this today, is the beautiful harmony that happens when we introduce your music into the equation, so to speak, right? Um, but the other part of this too, that I've discovered, not quite the way that you all have discovered it, I really discovered it the hard way. You know, I've tried to, in my life, force creativity. What I learned is, especially since moving here to the Pacific Northwest, that creativity simply becomes aware to you when we can do what you just said, when we can quiet the monkey mind, all of a sudden, as if it never existed before, there it is. But it's always there. And so my question is, in deciding to write the book, what was behind that for you? What did you want to bring forward into the world? We wanted to help people get to a place of quietness of stillness like we wanted to do and create tools that we could use ourselves the way we got there was meditating also so it it kind of fulfilled its own prophecy shall we say yeah well and people um when you sit down to okay i'm going to meditate so you sit there you close your eyes you take a few deep breaths but you're you do have this parade of thoughts that starts, you know, traversing your mind, your brain, your thinking. And so what we've developed over the years, um, Dean and I have been, of course, we're celebrating 40 years of our, our music label. We've been doing that since 1979, but we met in 1968. So we've got a uh, half a century That's right. <laughs> of uh, experience. Well, and also just of, of, of studying because we were really curious, you know, we knew what we were against at the end of the 60s, but we weren't sure what we were for. So it took um, a life journey really to start to 
you know, understand what it is that we're looking to do in on this while we're here on Earth. Who are we as people? What is our purpose? And then how can we contribute in a meaningful way to life on the planet? So by being able to calm ourselves down and decrease the stress in our lives, because everyone has stress, uh, we're hoping that we can, through this work of our music, but also just the writing and pulling the ideas together, we offering something for people to uh, find a place of peace inside. You know, you can talk all you want about peace in the world, but if you don't have peace in your heart and in, in your mind, then it's it's meaningless. So that's what we're aiming for. Yeah, and you know, wanna, let me ask you this question because I, I wanna really, I wanna really reference this again. I know we talked a little bit about it last time you are on, but this is the show really where we're talking about this, where it super captures the essence of your work, your commitment, your passion, and your presence in the world. And I believe now more than ever, right? I mean, even if you go back 50 years, there was a need for us to really master this. Fast forward to where we are today. It's not just a need. If we don't understand how to do this, given the amazing acceleration by which we are bombarded with thoughts, information, not just from within, but from everywhere. We are so overloaded right now. As a matter of fact, in the latest study that was done, just released this week on countries, which countries are at the top of the anxiety and stress list, which company do you think became, was number one? U.S. There you go. Modern, the modern world, the modern world. I also saw a report about um, cancer and in the in the modern world, and it's you know most most prevalent in the uh, advanced so-called advanced countries. So we're just in an interesting situation there. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. I want to talk about this for a little bit. We may even skip the break because I want to make sure we cover this. Look, you were writing quieting the monkey mind so in the book right there's also a music component but there's more than a music component we're talking about music for meditation but we're also talking about earth resonance frequency so now when you put these things together right quieting the monkey mind meditation earth resonance frequency now we start to get a little bit of the complete power of what you all have created Please talk with us for a minute on how you brought that all together and how it helps us in our everyday life as you're thinking about these sounds and vocal toning, how these mantras, how everything you've put in this book represents that full picture, that harmony, so to speak, of tools we really do need to quiet this. Well, again, there are a lot of tools and we've referenced uh, in our lives, um, you know, many of the masters. We actually got to study with the Dalai Lama, um, Swami Satchidananda, different yogis. I think it was when we first started doing yoga and and learning the breathing exercises and being able to, um, you know, just center in on that in that way. Uh, it really gave us tools. And so that's what we're sharing in the book, the tools that we've learned in our own lives, how to... Um, you know, use aspects because we live in a material world and it's hard to just say, okay, sit there, quiet, close your eyes and it'll all be fine. Cause it won't be, you, you need, we need tools. We need tools. 
And uh, Dean has been uh, really excited to work with Earth Resonance Frequency. The Earth Resonance Frequency is a very interesting factor about a life on the planet. The res resonance is when your system has a frequency that is measured for that space. For instance, a bottle, you blow across a bottle top and it creates a tone. That's the resonant tone of that bottle. And the earth has the same thing. It has an atmospheric cavity, our atmosphere, which we breathe in. And that has a resonant frequency to it. And it was predicted and discovered in the early 50s and then has been measured since. And the interesting thing about it is our, our human brains, when they're in that state, our human brains go into these states of frequency. And when the human brain is in the 7.83 cycles per second, that's the same resonant frequency as the earth. And it is also the space where the human system is, is at peace. That's right in the alpha theta range, right? The cusp of alpha and theta. And it's where you want to kind of drop down to from your busy beta mind. So through the process of entrainment, and that's a factor um, that is often, you know, we're aware that bodies resonate together in a, in a certain way, but that we're able to um, influence our um, brainwave state through, through this process of entrainment. So... That's why Dean includes it in, under the mix on the recordings that we use. And of course, the, one of the best things is to be able to meditate in nature, you know. Yeah, that's, one of the things that really but, what, but because most people live in modern cities, we, uh -huh. we can't do that. So. Right. Part of this and part of what we talk about, especially when, you know, folks read the book, and I want to make sure, uh, if you don't mind, let folks know how they can find out more about what we're talking about today, but also finding more about you because the book is available on Amazon for sure. And I have the Kindle version, but you know, as we're talking about quiet in the monkey mind, how to meditate with music uh, re resources, we're also talking about ways people can shift and change their life. So how can folks find out more about this? Well, they can certainly go to our website, soundings.com. And then um, when you're on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or any of the other uh, sites online or even in stores, you can always, always request it. Um, you're looking for, you know, Quieting the Monkey Mind, How to Meditate with Music. So it's just type in Quieting the Monkey Mind and or look for Dean Evanson or Dudley Evanson. But um you know, we're, we're available everywhere. We're very fortunate because we've been in business for 40 years. We have very good distribution. And you can listen to our music for free. You don't even have to pay for it. You can listen on Spotify for free or YouTube or go to Soundings of the Planet on YouTube. Pandora. Pandora, um, Amazon Music. Um, tell your Alexa, turn off. Yeah. Alexa, you go back to sleep. Alexa, turn off. Otherwise, <laughs> she'll start playing. <laughs> oh, uh, it's great to have Alexa, right? Um, you know, I want to talk with you both a minute because we're going to talk about this and talk about your music as well. 
you know, let's talk about mantra for a moment. You know, I think in my own personal journey and certainly having a, certainly getting really, really sick and going on a healing journey really accelerated the pace by which I became a student, right? Having the radio show in the direction of it helped me. But the word mantra, and when I was first introduced to it, it, it didn't, for me, it sounded like something I've never known before, but yet I did know it. And I want to ask you about the relationship between mantra, personal mantra, and how this can help us quiet the, uh, the monkey mind. Well, mantra, the word itself, it's a Sanskrit word, and it means mind protection. So you think, okay, what does my mind need to be protected from? Well, actually, it needs to be protected from itself. So when uh, you may see somebody uh, with the beads, the prayer beads, or you've now mantra actually has become a mainstream word. I'm not sure people realize the origin of it, but you'll hear the word mantra a lot. So basically, a mantra is a short phrase. Um, it could be in another language, it could be in Sanskrit or Hebrew or Latin or English, you can make a personal mantra as well. It often has a um, an association with an ancient, perhaps a spiritual tradition. So other people have used a mantra. So there's a sacredness to the phrase, but it could be something as simple as I am, and then whatever, fill in the blank, I am, but you want to, I'm, I'm kind of getting into affirmations as well, but we're talking about I am love, I am peace. You, you want to always be in the present tense. You want to focus on what is the positive aspect of what you want to become and enhance in your life. So it's all about being the I am, I call it the I am presence. Yeah. Um, you know, Christ said that I am that I am, you know, and so we exist. And so how do we um, affirm and confirm the positive aspects of what we are? So you want um, to take that mantra idea and put it into the present tense. You want it to be positive. And then in terms of, of how effective it can be, there's the aspect I would call habituation. So that's repetition. So we're always telling ourselves something. I'm not good enough. My mother said this, or you know, my ex something or other said I wasn't something. Maybe you got some negative feedback at one point in your life. So then you tend to repeat it. So you're constantly, we as human beings are constantly repeating things in our minds and we're confirming something. Now, whether it's confirming something that we want to be part of us, or whether we're just going more of the same, more of the negativity, more of the, the, the stress. So we always want to confirm, affirm the positive and what it is that we're aiming for. So that's kind of just a little bit of an overview. We go into much more depth in the book, but just to understand the relationship between what we're saying to ourselves and how we repeat it and how we keep it in the present tense. Because for instance, if you say, I am going to be rich, or I am going to find my soulmate or something. Well, that's in the future. That's in the future. But um, you want it to be in the present tense. So you really kind of bring it into that moment. I am now. So that's kind of a little bit of an overview of that. Well, it's what we're talking about is if you are in the I am, you're not in 50 seconds ago of something that happened that most of the time you're probably still focusing on or if you are future tripping that's like a word that I love to use because I know about it 
future tripping, by the way, for everybody out there, it's not visioning. Future tripping is not like visioning. That's not the same. Um, but one of the things I'm really struck by about your book and about how you've integrated your book, your music, meditation, spirituality, the whole thing is I want to talk about these. I want to talk about energy because there's yeah. a conversation that you have about the chakras. For me, I refer to chakras because, again, remember, I'm a student. I look at these as energy places, energy centers, ener whatever you want to call them. And that's the way I got to know them because I had to call upon repairing some things when I was chronically and critically ill. But in the book, you're also covering chakras. So, uh, you know, this is fascinating for me because most people, they write a book about this, then they write a book about this, then they write a book about this, then they write a book about this. But in Quiet in the Monkey Mind, you have brought it all together almost as a system. Tell us about the chakras, the chakras and why the chakras may or may not be in alignment with what we want to create in life if we're not quieting the monkey mind. Well, I mean, the chakras is sort of a, an awareness of, as you say, the energy centers. So we have seven basic energy centers and you start with the, the base of the spine going on up or you can come from the top going down. So you go from root to crown and some people when they're meditating go from crown to root, it depends. Um, but the point is, at the, at the root level, for instance, that's our survival level. That's how we're doing on a on the physical plane. Do we feel uh, so supported? And then you, you keep moving up. Um, the second chakra is your, you know, basic sacral or sacred, I call it. But it's, it's also your procreative and your creative. So it's relational. You've got your power center and that's right at the abdomen. And that's your, you know, how, how what's your willpower. You know, so there's there's affirmations that can go along with each of these. We have a beautiful little chart in the book that helps kind of make this make sense. Come to the heart. The heart's right in the center between the three lower and the three higher chakras. So your heart is basically, you know, the transfer point from physical to spiritual. And then going up through throat, um, third eye and crown, your spiritual center. The third eye is your mind center. So at each of these levels, you're either in balance or or off balance. And so we're trying to empower each center. Some people may have a stronger heart center. Some people may have a stronger power center. And so what we're really trying to do is bring them into balance. And so there's a whole system of, of mantras and affirmations and toning that can go along with each of those. We go into great detail about that. But really it's just about the balance. I, I think it's a psychology. It's really... Yeah of the human being from our physical aspects to the you know, emotional and the mental and then the spiritual and we are spiritual bodies spiritual beings in a physical body so it's it's just a kind of a, mm -hmm. a system that uh, we've enjoyed connecting with and we're just you know really uh, happy to share that with people we taught that in workshops for years so putting it all together in, in the book has been really fun it's fascinating. You know, one of the things I want to I want to ask, and I, I want to ask you, Dean, I want to ask you about this, is each of us have been influenced by different people over time in our lives, right? You, you know, I, I really can think about some people that have influenced me and encouraged me. And without them, by the way, I wouldn't be talking with you. I certainly wouldn't be on on air. 
uh, I certainly would. I, I certainly wouldn't be starting a brand new show, unlike any other show I've done before at noon today. And I got to ask mm -hmm. you, Dean. You know, what have been the studies that you've done? Who are the people that have influenced you? And you know, how has their influence sort of lingered into what you're creating now and in the future? Well, a, a basic level one was the Christ bringing the thought of the radical thought of loving your enemy and creating peace and understanding between people, not the other way around of creating war. We've also been influenced by the Buddha, of course, but it gets to the point where also we've been influenced by uh, people like Ramdas, who created Be Here Now book. That was an eye-opening book for us. And as a, because it was all in one little package, it was easy to move around with. And that's the case with this here, healing the monkey mind, calming the monkey mind. I want to ask you this question as well, but uh, before we go to break, you know, today we're going to talk about quieting the monkey mind, but part of quieting the monkey mind allows us to create. <laughs> Yesterday, I was acutely aware of what was going on last night for me, um, doing something I love. I was acutely aware, not only of my own mind, um, but, you know, I'm in a situation some nights a week where I have to move very quickly on my feet. I have to think very quickly. And I'm in every three to five seconds, maybe a longer, I'm faced with, did I do a good job or not? You know, that's what I faced with. And I noticed last night, cause I was reading your book again. And I noticed last night how somebody else, even if they moan, like after I do something and they moan or they go something like, oh, or like, oh, I noticed how easily absorbed that is. And I noticed what happened. But if we don't have a tool, immediately a mantra, we don't have a tool, something to turn that off other than we're earplugs, we can be in a whole lot of trouble. Imagine every five, 10 seconds, right? For a full hour, there's an opportunity to take in what somebody says to you or somebody comments to you or what you allow in your energy sphere. Imagine that. We're going to talk about what to do about it. Before we go to break, how can people find out more? And you've got some announcements to make. You have a new album release. You have a Quiet the Monkey Mind digital release. And we've got some things to give away. Tell us about all of this. Well, um, obviously, the new release is the 40th anniversary collection, the Peace Your Music 40th anniversary collection. So Peace Your Music has been our motto. And we even have the trademark of it, not that we want to uh, keep people from using it, but we always wanted to be able to use it ourselves. So we're, we're, we've got the little R next to the Peace Your Music, but we're happy that more people use that term because you know, that's what we're looking for. And that's what our particular gifts are on this planet. We're fortunate that we've been able to, to play in the creative fields like that. Um, so those are, you know, just 
Um, we're always, the, the, the album has 20 tracks with all of many fabulous musicians that uh, we've collaborated with. So Dean Evanson and the Soundings Ensemble, just a beautiful um, group of people that we've been honored uh, to perform with. So we're still working with the same people we started with. Right, we don't have a stable of musicians, we have a, a, a family. And so Jonathan Kramer, who's our cellist, was on our very first album, Desert Dawn Song. He's going to be here in September. We're doing a big concert in uh, Bellingham at September 28th, which is going to be celebrating the 40 years. And we're bringing wow. D. Rachel from Mexico. Tom Barabbas is our keyboardist. He lives in San Diego, but was born in Hungary. And then Scott Huckabee, amazing guitarist. Tim Alexander, Peter Ali, Phil Heaven is our engineer, but he plays viola. So we just have a great group of people that we work with. And so we're excited to be able to share our music in that way. Um, but of course, people can always find us on our website, soundings.com. And we're all over social media. If you type in Dean Evanson or it's E-V-E-N-S-O-N. And then, um, you know, various um, soundings of the planets, Facebook and particularly on YouTube. We're also going to be starting a new YouTube channel, which is going to be called Mindful Media, you know, with Dean and Dudley Evanson, because Mindful Media is about the conscious uh, awareness that, for instance, we're talking about today, but also not just the music, but it's the ideas, the concepts, the tools, the techniques, the interviews with Native Americans and uh, Tibetan. Well, we have a lot of video of the Dalai Lama, who also was quite an influence for us. So anyway, lots to share. We're really yeah. excited. Well, very excited. And we have two copies of Quieting the Monkey Mind to give away today. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to take the journey to the place of how do you do this? How <laughs> do you meditate with music? And how many of you are out there like me? even thinking right away before you start, oh, I've never been able to meditate, right? Are you all like with me? I can feel you saying it right now to yourselves, right? Or maybe, oh, am I going to do it right? I've never been able to do it right. Wait till you hear what we are going to talk about, Dean and Dudley, when we come back. All of the monkey mind stuff that even stops us from even wanting to do this. And it is really not an option anymore. Any of you that are plugged into anything right now are being bombarded with more ideas, thoughts, more messaging that are not even your own. What the heck are you going to do to create some peace? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Divinations Radio, where the metaphysical meets the mainstream with Autumn Seibel. Tune in the first Friday every month at 9 a.m. Pacific as Autumn, educator, health coach, and medium, explores metaphysical and mainstream strategies on how to elevate your level of conscious living. Draw in the abundance that is yours by divine right. For more information about working with Autumn, visit goldenotter.us. That's golden like the precious metal and otter like the precious animal.us. 
Are you searching? Looking for a sign? A message you need to hear? From the great unknown? From the most mysterious place? That is the most familiar to your soul in the depths of who you are? The universe puts someone here to talk to. Someone God gave a blessing to that you may find insight with. TheAngelLady.net. 1-800-323-1790 Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet, welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Um, for those of you just tuning in, um, of course, you know, what we're doing here today is what I love to do is we're creating a ripple effect and the ripple effect that is so important in the world today, my gosh, is the ripple effect that allows us to look at how many thoughts, how many things enter our energy field, how many of these things enter into the scope of who we are on a regular basis. And I shared uh, before the break, Dean Dudley, I shared this, this thing that I do several times a week where minimally every three, five, 10, or 17 seconds, generally not longer than that, that's how long it takes to score a point. There's an event and people react to that event. Last night, I found myself reacting to my partners, not even the words, but just expression. Now, if I'm sensitive to that, then how are we in the world ever 
going to be able to manage the most incredible lives we want to create if we don't have some tools. So before we talk about the tools, the techniques, the practices, and the principles, can we just let our, our folks know, our listeners know, about the new album release, about the digital release, about some of the events, uh, perhaps even the next show, but more importantly, what you're planning in September. Well, in September, um, on September 28th, that's 2019, so in case you're watching this in a few years, it might have passed, <laughs> but 2019, September 28th, we will be uh, hosting, Soundings of the Planet is hosting a gala, Peace Through Music, 40th anniversary celebration. And we're bringing in, like I said, musicians from all over the world uh, who have recorded with us for many years. So that's um, that's happening at the... Um, in, but the good news is if you don't live in Bellingham or you can't uh, come up from Seattle or something, um, it's going to be streaming online. So I recommend you tune into Facebook, uh, sign up on the Soundings of the Planet Facebook page, and then we'll be putting this out. So if you can't make it in person, you'll be able to watch it because we really want to create a, a worldwide event uh, just to celebrate it because it's really about peace in our hearts peace through music and what can we each how can we each participate we're not all in the same place necessarily at the same time but we can join together and kind of add more energy to this beautiful planet that we live on mm. and then of course we have our the 40th anniversary um peace through music 40th anniversary collection so if you're on amazon just type in peace through music 40th and it'll come up 40th anniversary wow. so those are just the things that we're going I want to make sure everyone knows the website. The website is www.soundingswithans.com. And right now, Benny, 1-800-930-2819. We have two copies, two free copies of Quieting the Monkey Mind Books with Peace Through Music 40th Anniversary Collection. 1-800-930-2819. Okay, I need your help. I, I need both of y'all's help, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. We're ready. This was a real story of me. And because I, I talk with you, people don't know we prepare for the show. I read the book. So I became acutely aware of something last night. And what I became acutely aware of was here I am in this very fast paced thing that I do every three, five, 10 or 17 seconds. That's how long it takes. It usually doesn't take longer than that to make a point. But at the end of it, you either score a point or you don't. If you score a point, there's always something that's said. If you don't, not always, but generally. Last night, I noticed something interesting. Not only was I responding to words, but I was responding to moans, groans, gestures. And I just thought, I got to talk about this today because we need to have tools. We need to have techniques. And sometimes both y'all agree that we're not able to stop what we're doing. And so we have to learn some things that we could use. Take us through some of the techniques, practices, principles, so you can help people like me, and I know I'm not alone, get into the groove. Oh, did you like that little vinyl reference right there? Get into the groove? Dean, I know you got it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. How do we meditate with music? Tell us where to start 
And tell okay, us how so this the, can help us. The first place to begin is just to take a deep breath. Take a deep breath because we often find that when we're uh, stressed or have anxious in any way, we are holding our breath. And that's when you need to breathe. Uh, when I was um, in labor with my three children, I learned the natural childbirth method. And it's very similar to what the yogis teach. So it's, um, you know, you can help you to deal with pain. It also oxygenates your system. So you can think of it in just a simple form of, deep breath in and it's just it's like a sigh you mentioned moaning and i want to point out that moaning is actually can be very beneficial so it's just like oh. i mean we naturally make sounds yeah. so if you're moaning or groaning or something if you do it with intention and uh, with a point that you're going to uh, you're kind of releasing energy so i think that's that's a a thing to consider about um, using sound, and we get into the, uh, vocal That's toning. Helpful. I can do the that. Toning. That's helping. But 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 it's it's just a simple thing. It's just like when we become aware of our our bodily systems and where we might be holding tension. First of all, you're, you're probably not breathing enough. And that's gonna be the first thing anybody learns when they, they learn meditation. And the book is really a manual, it's a guidebook, but it's also for beginners. If you've never meditated before, it's, it's a very helpful. But also if you've been meditating, it's gonna give you new tools. So some of the other ideas um, would be, um, well, let's, let's look at vocal toning. I think yeah, vocal, vocal toning, that's where you make a sound from the inside and you can be doing it on your own without a partner or you can work with other people when you have other people toning together it creates this uber tone if you will it's a, it 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 brings all the tones of the people together and in essence brings the people together as as we go inside and get find that toning place and it can be words or it can be just sounds the important thing is that you get in touch with yourself and make that sound and then see where it happens and then working with other people and becoming a greater sound we have a section in the book on spiritual partnership. So Dean and I love to do vocal toning. Um, just It's just part of our nature. We do it all the time. <laughs> but particularly in the evening after everything, you know, finishing up and then we just like. Just a minute. Oh. I want to <laughs> So you've heard of oming. So om yeah. is an aspect. Om is like the primal sound. And that's O-M or A-U-M. It's that same thing. Um, so there's that aspect. And so doing it alone or as Jean said, with a partner or in a group, there's a great power to that. And what that does is it's, again, you're just creating the cycle of breath in and out. Um, one of the aspects of breath that uh, help is helped by toning is you slow down the exhalation. So if you can think about the breathing in, say you want to count to four. So it'd be breathe in. I'm just going to go breathe in four, hold four, and then exhale for eight. And then just hold for a little bit of the exhalation. So it could just be something really simple like one, two, three, four, hold, one, two, three, four, and then 
So you're holding the exhalation by the vote, by adding a tone, even if you're not a singer, it's not about singing, no. but it's about just making that sound. Yeah. And what it does is it releases energy, it empowers you, it uh, enables you to be your highest self, and it also helps load on that parade of thoughts. So a vocal toning is just one of our favorites. And then in the book, we go into great detail about toning with the different chakra levels, um, there's several different ways of doing that. Um, there's just so much, so much to share. We are going to be um, putting up a course on daily own pretty soon, and that's wow, a, cool. Like, people will be able to learn, uh, see the videos of all the different aspects of, of what we're talking about here. Because it's so much, you can learn it in the book. Um, we were just with somebody last night. He's read the book three times, and he just was so excited to be able to use the techniques. And he's always had trouble meditating, but the book has really helped. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And what I love about what you just said, right, is that uh, and I think, Dean, you said something to me last time we, we chatted. But what I love about it is, you know, one, it's not singing. So a lot of people object because, oh, I, I can't sing. All right. So that's that's the thing. So we just want to say that's not what this is about. I mean, if you like to sing, great. But that's not really what we're talking about. Energetically, if folks just did what you just suggested right now. And I think we should all do it together. Mm -hmm. They would feel something, probably up and down, energy moving, energy moving, energy moving. And, you know, folks also say, oh, I'm so busy. You could do this anywhere. You could do it in your car. You could do it as you're walking into your office building. You could do it at your desk, right? But help us with our folks today understand that this is not a journey for perfection of this because i think people try to oh, i'm not doing it right so help us get over that i'm not doing it right thing that happens okay so this is the one of the primary um components of yoga it is not a competition it is not about stretching more than somebody else it's only about your own relationship with yourself and i think when when we can get out of the habit of comparing ourselves with other people and just accept that this is what i can do today oh tomorrow i'm going to add a little bit more i think that's a really good way to approach any any skill you're trying to develop but particularly with meditation and yoga I can do it a little bit more each day a little better a little stronger now some people say if you think you're too busy to meditate for five minutes you should meditate for an hour then because you really need it if you're too busy to do any of these practices then that's all the more your your being is crying out to do it actually. And so there are a lot of simple techniques you can use literally, as you say, in the car. Now I wouldn't close my eyes driving and no, going, no, no, I don't no, want no. you blown out. Dean and I come home from uh, town and we'll sit in the car for a few minutes and just, you know, just maybe breathe, maybe do some toning and just sit quietly because uh, we know when we get into the house, we have to put away the groceries or we have to do the various things but to be able to just sit quietly. So I, I recommend in a car, if you can, a public park, if you don't have, if you're home, if you if you have a lot of people in your home and you can't, you don't, you're kind of shy about making sounds, um, walk in nature. Those are other places that people can find. Yeah, if you, you can find a cave to try it out <laughs> in too. That's, that's okay. Yeah. 
go find your cave, make your own cave. And so what you're doing is you're making a, a spiritual cave. And I have, we have a laundry room. So I've turned my laundry room into my um, kind of yoga room. I call it my sacred laundry room. So yeah. I'm in there with the washer and the dryer and the whole thing, but you know, it's fine. I just, is enough room to spread out a yoga mat and put a few pretty things, make a bit of an altar, but that, even if it's a closet or a little corner of your bedroom or even sitting on your bed, you know, there's, there's somewhere in your home that you can create a, a kind of a sacred place. And then that can be your place to meditate because developing a practice, again, uh, something about regularity, your, the body responds and the mind responds very well. To Making it. it habitual and then the subconscious gets involved and it, it deepens your whole experience. Yeah. Well, Dean's mom was like that. She read the Bible every day. She was, she lived to be 99 years old and she was a religious woman. And to her, her daily practice was reading the Bible and praying. And so that's what we, we get when we practice, we call practice makes perfect. If you want to learn a musical instrument, you're going to be practicing. Dean, well, you did the flute quite a bit. Nobody had to load you into that. No, no. I, I was 10 years old when I started, and I just loved it. Right, right. And it, became, it became a practice, for sure. I mean, in the highest sense of the word. I, I want to talk about that, too, if we can go to that. Uh, but before we do, I want to make sure that uh, I don't know where we are with this, but we are giving copies of the book and the 40th anniversary array right now, 1-800-930-2819. One of the things that I want to ask you about, and also I want to talk about now, you know, we have a few minutes left in the show, is, you know, this idea of resonating to doing something we love. And I love, Dean, that you shared that, right? Because part of this, too, is when you enter this space, this meditative space, it does a number of different things. Now we're talking about quieting the monkey mind and there's a reason to do that. Uh, there are many reasons to do it. But one of the reasons we don't talk about that often is we want to be able to empower ourselves, Dean, to do what you just said. You know, wow, okay, I really just picked it up and I wanted to do it and then you did it so often in our lives and i work with women and i hear this all the time you know what happens is i will hear things like i really want to do that you can fill in your own blank and it and they don't and i think part of it is because there's all of the monkey mind stuff that's in there for whatever reason saying no i don't have enough time to do it no i'm not good enough to do it no I really, oh my gosh, you know, I don't want to take that well care of myself that I'm going to actually treat myself to. I mean, there are a million things. And can we spend a few minutes here and talking about how quieting the monkey mind and your music allows for that space for people to get to where they will take an action, Dean, like you did, and step out and perhaps do that thing they love. It has a lot to do with intention, the intention of the musicians and what they were focusing on and thinking about when they were making the music. It's also the intention of the person who's listening to the music or who's working on the, you know, at developing their meditation uh, practice. And I would say if you, 
one of, one of the things I just encourage people, watch, watch your language. What are you saying to yourself? Because that's really your monkey mind. So if you're telling yourself, I'm not good enough, I can't do this, I don't have enough time, my world is, I'm overwhelmed, a big, overwhelm is a big one. So if, if, if that's happening, go ahead and create a little mantra for yourself, an, a little affirmation that would say, I am getting it, I am able to do this, I am practicing my meditation, I am taking the time for self-care, I am you know, enabling myself to be the highest being that I can be. So however that works, whatever kind of, you know, short affirmation you want to create for yourself, when you notice you're saying the, not, the opposite of that, I can't, I don't, I won't, go ahead, switch it and just say, I am, and I, it's positive, positive present, present tense. It'll shift everything around and then you will start to be able to make the changes in your life that you want to. I think that's what it's all about. Well, you know, I want to kind of wrap up here uh, with reminding folks about uh, the demonstration of, of not only why this works, but how it works. And what mm. I'm really struck by when I think about both of you, right? And I, I want to keep reminding people of some of what you said. The level of creativity that I see that is coming from, you know, both of you and where you are, that level of creativity, when we're talking about a book, Quiet in the Monkey Mind, the 40th anniversary, right? Daily Own Course, new video channel, Soundings Mindful Media, right? A trip to France. I mean, these are the things that between the last time we talked and now, these are creation entities. These are things that have come forth in you. And I'm sure people can find everything at soundings.com. So I want to ask each of you this in the minute or two we have left. What is the personal message about this? What is the invitation for folks on this and for their lives? Dean, do you want to go first? Sure. I think the more we can discover and accept that we're very unique individuals. There's nobody like us. Each one of us is unique. And when we get in touch with that thought, that allows us to love and accept ourselves and once you start doing that you get the sense of how you can love and accept those around you in your community and your monkey mind may be busy but your intention and focus is takes you to a place that frees you up from that and you become a much greater being Dudley, how about you? Oh, well, I'm fortunate to be uh, with this guy who's pretty darn positive and, yeah, and no it's kidding. really been helpful not to have judgment, not to be, you know, I mean, to be around someone who's so accepting and positive and has, uh, we all, we both have a common mission and purpose. So I think it's for each and every person out there, it's about, uh, as Jean said, uh, appreciating your own uniqueness, your own special gifts, identifying your gifts. And they could be the gift of homemaking, the gift of raising children, the skill of, you know, being a creative person, building a house and, you know, or, or working in a bank, however it works out. You know, we each have some aspect of ourselves that is going to be useful for others and for the, for our world. So honoring the, the gift of life that we have been given and appreciating ourselves and then being able to share it 
because that's always been what we like to do yeah. to share. Can you tell folks your YouTube channel? Because that's like super amazing. It's an amazing channel. And Brett, who's sitting here with us, is uh, helping to do the um, editing all these videos. Daniel Harmis and other is helping us with the channel. Um, it's called Soundings of the Planet. So just you can either find it through our soundings.com website or just go directly to YouTube, Soundings of the Planet. And then um, the new channel is going to have more that that channel has so many beautiful nature videos dean's always out videotaping the rhododendrons and the azaleas and the river and the eagles where we live and in uh less than two weeks we will be in france videotaping monet's garden and all yeah. the beautiful artwork i in, love it in europe 